Tell me about yourself. Four years ago, this bright, shiny face comes into Foremost Farms. Where'd you come from? What's your background? Well, I've been in the food business for over 30 years, and our family background actually is dairy farming. My dad grew up on a dairy farm. I have fond memories as a kid of going to the farm, milking cows, being put to work, and doing chores. Um, And when this opportunity presented itself, um, definitely that played a part. And I thought if I could contribute my experience and help an organization turn around, uh, there's probably not a better stakeholder group uh, that I'd enjoy uh, helping. Well, and you hit it on the head. You came in at a challenging time. Pre-pandemic, there were quite a few things that needed to happen pretty fast at Foremost Farms. When you walked in, Greg, how did you do triage and set your priorities right out of the gate? It's a great question, and clearly it was a very challenging time. We were deep in forbearance with our lenders. Uh, We had bank-mandated consultants in for support. Um, So really there was a a pretty solid group of support around me, for sure. This was not a one-man show by any stretch. Um, But you just start to look at what the needs of the business are. Managing cash on daily calls with the bank was a challenge. Um, Assessing needs for capital, you know, what do we have for staff? Do we have people doing the right things? Do we have the right number of people? You know, what's missing? So building process, building capabilities. Um, We had to do a reduction in force to take cost out. I had to look at our plant network. And over four years, the plant network has tightened up from 12 plants down to eight. Um, You know, part of that is it's hard to have enough capital to support a bigger network. So if you can tighten that up, um, that's an imperative. You need to do that. So, you know, it's hard to do, really hard to do, especially for those families and communities where those plants were impacted. Uh, But we've tightened up the network. Um, You know, last year uh, we closed a cheese plant in in Milan. And this year, through work in the other plants, uh, we've, taken in more milk and produced more cheese than we did last year with one more cheese plant. So that's just an example of productivity, efficiency, and continuous improvement. So the continuous improvement journey is is really important to us. We've got a big network. I like to say the the business has scale, and scale can hurt you or scale can help you. So if we can do a lot of blocking and tackling just 1%, 2% better, that has a big impact on the business. So, you know, that's really the focus of the core of the business as we continue to move forward. It's getting better with what we already have. Wonderful plan. And then the pandemic hits. You're dealing in a perishable food. Everything around you that you knew you could count on when you walked in the door suddenly is on shaky ground. Grocers, consumer purchase patterns, home delivery, uh, getting milk from the dairy. You had one set of goals when you walked in, Greg. How did you adjust those goals during the pandemic? Well, there is no playbook for a pandemic, and, and we all had to work through that. It took employee safety to a new level. Yeah. You know, people and safety is a number one priority here, so keeping our employees safe in the plants because we needed our plants to run. Cows don't care if it's Christmas or COVID, the milk's coming, right? So we needed our plants to run, which meant we needed to keep our employees safe. Um, a lot of our staff in the office went remote. And I will say, another one of my cliches, is better to be lucky than good. The majority of our business flows into the retail channel through our customers. And as you remember, food service was what got shut down. So if we'd have been heavily dependent on food service, that would have been more difficult for us. 
the business that we did have in the food service channel, uh, you know, softened up while the business that flows through retail strengthened. Mm-hmm. So we, we had strong demand through the pandemic, uh, which is, you know, clearly a blessing for us. But again, that was no fault of our own. That was just luck. Luck brings you to this beautiful space we're sitting in now. For people that have not been paying attention, the old facility, the old headquarters on Highway 12 outside of Baraboo, no longer. Instead, now here we are on the west side of Madison in a custom-built space. How did this journey unfold? Great question. Um, So back to people. Uh, Building the organization um, into what's next for us meant adding a lot of new capabilities and process, which meant we needed a lot of you know, talented people. We needed to be in a market that had more people. We were struggling to attract talent 50 miles north from Madison. Uh, so the opportunity to move the office w- was important on the people side. And as we talked about, the, the building in Baraboo needed at least $10 million in capital work, windows, parking lot, furniture, uh, a roof, and that was an expenditure that was going to have no return. Mm-hmm. So we were fortunate, and we were able to sell the building, and then we were able to negotiate very favorable lease terms, and that was where the pandemic certainly helped us. Um, there was a lot of available uh, leased space. So this location here has been fantastic for us. It's really helped us attract talent to get into these important roles that then have a big impact on the results of the business. Well, and I just want to make sure that we're setting this up properly. If people get the opportunity to visit this space, you were still very mindful of every dime spent. I don't know if you're still uh, uh, answering to others per se as far as the checkbook, but you were very, very careful on disbursements on this new space. Well, you're exactly right. Um, Again, negotiating leased office space during a pandemic uh, we had very, very favorable terms, and you know the build out was covered by the the landlord here and that 's pretty common for commercial office space, mm-hmm. but it would have been far more expensive to invest in the office in Baraboo and then if you can 't attract talent that it it just sets you back uh, you know we We all saw the labor pinch uh, probably at its worst a year ago, Wisconsin record low unemployment, Minnesota record low unemployment. And had our office been still in Baraboo a year ago, I'm convinced we would have flat run out of people. Right, right. Bring me up to speed today then, Greg, as we get ready to enter a new calendar year 2024. How are you feeling? I think if you polled your average uh, dairy producer, they might uh, wince a little bit at what they're living through right now. But you have reason to believe that 2024, with the path that Foremost Farms is on, not looking too bad. Uh, We're optimistic about our future. Um, the business is as stable as it's been in a very, very long time. Uh, we're working with customers, so whether it's our customer mix, our product mix, uh, our plant performance, uh, taking costs out of our network, and you know, developing people to get better results, uh, I, I think we continue to get better, better results as we go forward. And it's and it, that's really just focused on core continuous improvement. That's not, you know, depending on. You know, a big new product launch or something right. that's got a, a lot of risk to it. It's, it's really just all about us executing better. There's significant impact there. Let's be a little bit more precise on what this office space in Middleton, West Madison, offers in that regard. Test kitchens, client space, an attractive workspace for everyday employees. There's a lot of innovation in this space that Foremost Farms has never seen before. 
That's correct. We do have a culinary center, um, a space where we can bring customers in and collaborate, innovate together. Um, you know, we're a B2B business channel. We don't have a foremost brand on the, on the store shelves, so we work with customers that do have products on those store shelves uh, to help them innovate and create new products, um, and, and we have a space where we can do that. It's not a, the biggest space as far as commercial kitchens go. Um, I think it's appropriately sized for us, and we're fortunate that we're seven miles down the road from the Center for Dairy Research, and we will leverage that space for trials and our space for customer meetings, and it should be a, a great combination for us. What have clients that have been able to experience the space said about time what took you so long i mean i've got to believe there's been a little of that great there has been in fact we had a customer a few months before we were um even had all the equipment in we were ready to set meetings and, and ready to go so they were uh getting pushed to have some pretty quick turnarounds with some of their retailer customers and unfortunately at that time we had to tell them to wait but <laughs> we've had a good customer feedback and response and it's it's also a space where we can train train our employees on product train you know distributor salespeople on product so it, it's a great flexible space um and we'll we'll sweat that asset now, Greg, you are a cooperative, part of a cooperative. That means that you are always beholden to the dairy farmers that are out there listening, hopefully right now. Tell me about the message you're going to share with them going into 2024 when you get to your district, your regional meetings. Uh, they have seen the bottom line previously. Can you help them understand where we stand going into the new calendar year? What product categories that Foremost Farm is engaged in do you really like? Is there something new that you're investigating possibly just give them a little sense on what they should prepare for. Well, I think our results will continue to improve. Um, we really do prioritize, um, you know, the milk check and paying as much as we can for milk. You know, you see that in our financials. Um, you know, we basically plan our financials to be, you know, really pretty low because we prioritize milk check payments. So, you know, if you run that line, you know, too close and you have some unexpected events in the market, um, you know, then it makes, it doesn't leave you a lot of room to navigate there. Um, but again, we're as stable as we've been in a very, very long time and we'll continue to grind that forward. Um, work with customers, work with products. Um, it's incremental improvement. It's not a, yeah. you know, we're not going to see a quantum leap forward in 24. 